Hey everybody, this is So Many Sequels, we're your book club for movies. I'm Josh. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. Uh, this week on the show, John Wick is back. John Wick Chapter 4, the movie that one letterbox reviewer said helped them see God. <laughs> oh my God. Each time one of these new movies comes out, it makes more money and it makes more memorable fight scenes. But is there more left in the tank for this franchise? You know, plus Garrett's back from his vacation where he visited Scotland. Uh, we caught up on some classic movies like Cocaine Bear and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist while he was on the plane. Uh, could he make some better choices? We'll see. Maybe. We'll have all that and more on this week's episode of So Many Sequels. Don't forget to find us online at so sequels.com. Follow us on social media and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. All right. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Well, now but we're back on track. I wrote notes. I got notes for, for got John Wick. All three of us are back. Uh, David and I had to solo it for a couple of weeks. We're not really solo. I guess we duoed it mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. Garrett was out gallivanting the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And have you, I'm have a you world traveler any, now. <laughs> have you brought back any wisdom that is related to podcasting or movies? <laughs> Or anything, or any wisdom at all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No wisdom whatsoever. <laughs> one thing I learned is that, uh, you know, uh, you know, one of the guys, we went to Scotland and one of the guys that showed us around one of the days didn't wear shoes, didn't wear shoes for 20 years, went to, went to jail for 10 days for not paying a fine for uh, not wearing shoes, right? Man, so I'll tell you what. It is, a, it is a world thing. But now in this day and age, <laughs> He still just walks around with no shoes on. He doesn't care. Nobody really stops him. He just kind of d- just goes, no, I'm not going to put on shoes. And then nobody really stops. But that, all, that that whole discussion while I was there brought me back to the whole no shirt, no shoes, no service, and the and ever-wondering quandary of what about pants? They never That's, mentioned pants. They never mentioned pants. So can you just be Winnie the Pooh in it and be it, fine? Like that it, seems it, wrong. That seems like the service. one I don't want. As long as you have a shirt, <laughs> shoes, and you know, shirt and shoes, you're fine. It does imply uh-huh. that no pants is acceptable. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that is the dangerous because I that's the one I don't want. I'd rather you not have shoes and shirt and be wearing pants. But Probably. No, yes. It went to jail for not wearing shoes. I wanted to catch up just because I missed uh, I missed sixty five yeah. and I did a little oh social media review and it was bad. You guys did a good job of reviewing the bad movie. Yeah, so. yeah. You the the movie came out and you fled the country. Yes. Well, I, I'm. You were smart. I guess retrospectively you know? was lucky, but I didn't know nothing. I it was in my list of being hey, good. What did you know? And when did you good. know it? I did. I was just trying to get it, the sales up. I, I invested in it on. Uh, um, oh God, what is that? Kickstarter. I invested uh, in it on Kickstarter. Kickstarter. That was the name of, of the original Kickstarter uh, app was Kickstarter. No. It's easy to forget that at this point. Wow. Um, well, good. I'm glad that you also got to uh, sit through the misery that was 65. Yeah. It wasn't great for me. Misery is 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 generous because it was it was frankly like to have I would have appreciated it, it evoking misery. It didn't evoke really any emotions for me. No, not I a lot did. of emotion. You um, know, I, <laughs> I, I I did want to ask though, real quick: Has anyone seen anything recently? It's been a while since we've had like a little movie check in. Uh, what what have you been watching on your own time these days? Um, oh, hang on, uh, Garrett, you go. Okay, well, my answer is nothing because I've been in another country. That is true, and that is a valid <laughs> excuse. Uh, but you did catch up on a couple of movies, I think, when you got back, right? Yes, I also watched Cocaine Bear. Yes, so, yes. Uh, that barely qualifies as a movie, but it sure qualifies as a great time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It lived, uh, lived up to the hype. It was everything you wanted it to be. It was stupid in the best ways. Uh, so uh, that was that one was a lot of fun, yes. Okay. Okay. You didn't. You didn't get to do any airplane movies. 
No little. Uh, I watched Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh. <laughs> Classic comfort film. Man, Classic what a, comfort film. What a time capsule of a film. It was. It caught me off guard because that is a movie that I have always liked. Yeah, uh, David. It definitely indie, being being an indie movie and indie music nerd that I am. It was like right up my and like the love of Michael Sarah and Cat Dittings. It's just it it ticks every single box. There's right? a little piece of of Nick and Nora between Good Burger and Crank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. sandwiched in there. Well, see, little, yeah, but Good Burger. Was, good was, Burger is 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 child Garrett, right? Crank yeah. is teen Garrett, and then Nick and Nora—that's yes. college Garrett. You know, that's pretty much accurate. Yes, uh, that is a very somewhere, accurate. and then somewhere around there's the house bunny as well. But it caught. Oh yeah, house bunny <laughs> is everywhere. But it caught me off guard because they had it in like the classics section, and I was oh, like, in no, no way. Wow, even to really? Who, even to someone who enjoys Nick and Nora's even playlist, there is no way that that is considered a classic. Well, no, but Nick it and caught Nora. me off guard. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch that. I would classify Nick and Nora as probably like a hidden gem because I think most people have actually forgotten about it by this point. That's, and it's like I think hidden gem could be, you know, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a forgotten gem. I don't know because you saying it was the first time I've thought uncut, of uncut. More like I've it. heard about it in years. Mm-hmm. Uncut gems. Yeah. <laughs> uncut gems. Uh, uncut what about gems. you? <laughs> have you watched anything lately? Me? No, not really. I watched Moana three times on Friday because my or Saturday because my son's obsessed with the You're Welcome song. Um, Who isn't? And then uh, I watched, uh, you know, I finished Shrinking. And so that was that was great awesome. show. Also 10 out of 10 would, would and will watch again, actually. You know, honestly, I'm on the still on the fence, even though I'm done with the season. Ooh. Still on the fence. I like it, but I don't love it yet. And I kind of feel like it's because it has sort of like a nebulous path forward. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what the, I don't know what the promise of the show is. Does that make That's sense? That's part of what I like about it though, to be honest with you. They, mm-hmm. they throw me for a loop a lot. I'll think something's about to happen mm-hmm. typically between two people. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. And then it doesn't, but it's at the last second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I enjoyed it overall. I think it was a good show. And I think it has so I, I don't have so this is gonna this is gonna be one of those sentences, but it has the same problem I have with Ted Lasso, which is that there's just not enough of it. I don't like okay. these. Okay. I don't like these ten to twelve, uh, you know, episode seasons for comedies. Comedies should have a lot to. Comedy should have like twenty episodes a season. Like there should be plenty of stuff to do. There should be hijinks. There should be episodes dedicated to smaller characters, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And I just feel like they have taken Ted Lasso and, and 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 Shrinking are both like dramedies that are like a little bit self-serious at times. And that's fine because I because they, they, they do a great job of it. But, you know, in comparison to the shows that I love, like the comedies I love, it's just it's just like, ugh. Yeah, I guess we're just going to spend some time being sad for a little while now. <laughs> like to get back to the laughing part. Anyway, I don't know. that. Yeah, I think it should be longer because then, you know, you can have an emotionally interesting, heavy episode and then you can have a breather in the next episode. And I just feel like it's all heavy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I think with that, it's time to get into uh, our main topic. Yeah, the real of, heavy. Of this week. Uh, we're going. We are returning to one of our most favorite franchises. That's true. It's it's John Wick, John Wick Chapter Four, uh, John Wick June in March. Yes, it, it's the best I got. And John Wick June come early, you know. John Wick June come early. Uh, yes, John Wick is back in the fourth installment. Mm-hmm. He's he's killing people. First thing we have to talk out right. the gate, I would say let's try to do a spoiler-free conversation to start okay. because there are a couple of spoilers that I personally feel like I don't know if we can talk about the movie without talking about, you know? Yes, definitely. There, there's there's some big there's some big stuff. There's some we, some big stuff to talk about, but also we, we can just talk about performances and things like that as well. Yeah. Let's try to avoid some of the big spoilers until later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, any, who wants to go first? Anyone in? I would prefer to go last. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say Garrett's had a week off, so maybe he wants to go first. 
Okay. I know I need to um, knock the dust off and remember how to do it. I need to hear you professionals go. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll let, I'll go for Well, you know, uh, overqualified amateurs, that's it. Uh, so I'll go first. Okay. John Wick uh, was not a franchise that I had any interest in prior to 2019, I think. And then we drew John Wick in, on the wheel back, back in the days of the, of the wheel, right? And we came up with this concept of June Wick or John Wick June. And uh, still, still fighting for June Wick, if I'm honest. Um, and I was kind of, I was, I was a little bit, I was like, okay, first one's good. Second one was really cool. Although I don't remember much about the second one. Third one was, holy crap, this is like incredible. The fourth one takes a bit of a dip down for me. Because I think it's just too long. And I think that after a while, it becomes a little bit monotonous. Uh, the long extended fight sequences. That's my complaint out of the way. This movie was really, really fun when it, you know, aside from that, I loved all of the new characters. Um, it's already on, it's already on Twitter, I think. So we can talk about this awesome uh, fight sequence towards the the last half of the film where they did like this crazy top-down view, like Hotline Miami or Hong Kong Massacre style. Um, those are video games. And they, it just presented it in like a malignant, I think did the same thing with this big top-down view where you, you watch the you watch the, uh, the the action happen that way. Incredible choreography. Um, uh, there's some characters. I would I do want to talk about characters more in a minute, but I just got to say Donnie Yen, man, like Donnie Yen's incredible. And if you've never seen Donnie Yen before, uh, you know, definitely check out the Ip Man series. Uh, he was in Rogue One. Um, he's incredible, dude. So fast. Yeah, I mean, after after all this time watching Keanu Reeves uh, as John Wick, you get so used to his his flow as a, as a fight in the fight, Donnie Yen is so fast. He's just so with the punches and stuff. So it's just driving me crazy. Um, anyway, I don't know. I'll get in more into, we can dive in more later, but I want to say I really enjoyed this. I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as Parabellum, but I did really, I think this is really good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. Then I, uh, really enjoyed the movie as well. I, have a lot of questions going forward, but overall I feel like it gave me what I wanted a John Wick sequel to give me, which is John Wick kicking ass in a more impressive way every time. And we got that in spades. I feel like there were several fight sequences in this movie that blew me away. Uh, my favorite I think is uh nunchuck John Wick. Um, there's a part I think it was fairly on in the movie, but honestly, some of the fight scenes went so long that it's hard to tell at what point in the movie it happened. Yeah. But there's a point where he gets some nunchucks and he just goes to town on some dudes. And I've, I'm, I've never seen nunchuck moves like that in a, in a modern movie. I feel like, Oh yeah. Uh, It felt like, uh, I don't know. A lot of the movie felt kind of like an homage to, um, some old samurai films and, and and stuff like that. So I loved seeing that kind of stuff. Then the, the, there's a major fight scene toward the end that takes place on a staircase. It's pretty cool. Uh, Mm. that also blew me away where I was just at multiple times gasping (laughs) at what I was seeing on the screen. Um, so in terms of, of action and, and, turning the notch up on it i was satisfied with that the story is tougher because there's a lot of world building in in two and three right i was trying to figure out what i can say before i want to talk about later right uh and some of the world building has some ends that are tied in this Mm -hmm. and so i'm debating Still, whether or not I'm fully satisfied with some of those ends being left open and some being yeah. tied up. And, but I also know that there's more to come in terms of the universe. There's a show coming out, there's a spinoff movie. So I'm still like cautiously optimistic about what could be to come for the overall John Wick universe. But as a whole, I had a great time. Yeah, I think my. 
I think my review just falls like kind of in the middle of, of that or in line with it, I guess, really. Uh, I felt like it was too long for what it was. Um, I think that if you're going to give me three hours, you need to give me a little story. Like, listen, I am not expecting a story from John Wick to blow my freaking mind and be the greatest thing in the world. But I do think that mostly Keanu Reeves just said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. And that it was just a letdown because you had gotten so much world building in two and three, and I'm super into the world, right? And so you, you give me three hours and I'm like, okay, at least give me some of that. And I don't feel like I got any of it, honestly. Um, but what I did get in action was a lot of fun. So yeah, I, uh, it, it really kind of just kind of evens out, but it is just too long. It needed to be 30 minutes shorter. Um, and I think it would have been yeah, not as much of a problem. I, I agree. I think that, you know, they've gotten longer with each film. And I think that retrospect, having seen this one, I think Parabellum kind of had that perfect like length of like two hours, 20 minutes, I think is what Parabellum was. And I think that that's about as long as you can go because these extended action sequences, while they're really impressive, there is a, there is a feeling of after one is over, you almost forget about whatever development happened beforehand. And so you're like, there's, it's, so there's a new character introduced in this movie called, you know, Mr. Nobody, which I feel like is the, the third Mr. Nobody in terms in movies in like the last four years, who I honestly kept misunderstanding what his his motive was what his his uh where his alliances were because one minute he's like yeah john we're in this together and then he was like i'm going to kill john wick ah john we're pals again like it was very confusing um so i i think that yeah if they could have they probably could have trickled down a few of the, the the longer ones and given a little bit more time to breathe for the story parts because when John Wick is action, it is full on action. And then when it has quiet moments, they're quiet. Like, you know, I'm thinking about Winston talking to, uh, um, oh, I've forgotten the character's name, the, 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 the Bazi or what I can't remember the Marquis, the Marquis, whenever he's talking to him, right. It's very quiet. It's very subdued. Whenever John is talking with, uh, Donnie Yen's character, Kane, um, later towards the end of the movie, it's a very quiet, very still scene. Right. And I, and I loved that. But uh, sometimes, you know, uh, you were kind of like exhausted. You, per I was personally, at least me, I was exhausted by by the end of some of the fights myself, just just watching them. Let alone be, you know, let alone imagining being in one. So I know that sounds like I'm coming out complaint heavy at the beginning here. I, I just want to, I don't know, I I, I feel like I just want to establish that myself as well. What is, right. Josh, yeah, we want to get the there's there's so little like bad to say. Just get it out now so we can talk yeah. about the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't even think you're fully wrong. I don't disagree with you per se. Um, but that said, you know, we do get some new places, some new characters. It makes me really, I am really intrigued by the concept of this organization. Because because first, first of all, this universe is very, very wild. There's assassins literally in every corner of-, of, of Everywhere any, at all times. Every, and, we, and we learned that, I think, in John Wick 2 or John Wick 3, where- there's just people just sitting at cafes who are actually assassins. Uh, there is no law enforcement anywhere to be found in, in the John Wick universe because they're having shootouts and gunfights and sword fights in the middle of in the middle of the streets in some places. And you, like there's not a siren to be heard. Um, so that's crazy to me um, that uh, just how expansive this in theory criminal empire really is. Right. Um, it's really funky and weird. You have this weird group of uh, people who work for the table that are like, uh, they all look like uh, punk rock, like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, op phone operators, you know? And those people are, I don't know what's going on with them. Um, yeah, I love the yeah. the kind of it's almost steampunky. I think yeah. uh, I I love the the line operators, and I loved how a lot of the communication uh, between like the high table and the world of assassins was through a radio show uh, yeah. with some not so subtle references to like John Wick and killing him mixed yeah. with songs that then worked as the soundtrack to the fight scenes. Right, loved that. 
I, that's that's the kind of that's the vibe of John Wick that I love. It's yeah, very well, least, weird and yeah. it's very different, but still close enough to feel like it's of this world. Yeah, it 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 has like it has a style. It has like a very, very clear stylistic. style. Like they have all this sort of like semi antiquated technology that they use. Like they don't they use like old computers and old phones. They don't use like brand new. They don't use like the newest tech. Right. There's still a lot of questions, and I don't. I kind of feel like those questions aren't going to get answered now at this point, because I thought I watched, I, I rewatched, I didn't watch all the John Wick movies before seeing this. I rewatched Parabellum and that was it. Um, and I kind of thought that the point of this movie was going to be one thing. And it really wasn't like it went a different direction. Um, and honestly, it felt like directionally, it felt like kind of a rehash of what we already saw in John Wick three. So I'm really kind of interested to know where the future of this franchise is because I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I get it because you know, a lot of this movie is just genuinely a continuation of three, uh, up until you get to, uh, you know, the end where the, the culmination of this big long chase. So I, I definitely see that as a, as a valid complaint that it could have done more to move the story forward versus just kind of letting it cruise along as it had been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, are we like three days deep into this chase of John Wick? Is that where we're supposed I, to be? Like, I don't know. I like, don't. What's the, I, think I a can't lot. remember the timeline, but I feel like it's because one. I feel like a lot of time. I mean, one and two, I don't remember if there was a gap, but I feel like they picked up real quick. And then two and three, I think, picked up. Yeah. So I don't know where this falls on the. I know, think. Have, what's the time frame? I think now? one and two, like one, two picks up right where one left off. And the same with three and two, like three, like at two, two, he's running away at the beginning of three. He's now running through the street, you know, in theory, just moment, just, just minutes later, you know, this one, there's clearly been some time that's passed because one John's training in the Bowery and he's all healed up. That's how the movie opens. And, um, Lawrence Fishburne, you may or may not remember in the third one, he gets all sliced up. And in this one, most of his scars are their scars. Now they're not open wounds like they were at the end of chapter three so uh some time has passed and based on the events of the last film you would think i'm gonna get a little bit into the story i won't get spoilery but i'm gonna get a lot of the story here you would think that you know the point is john's gonna overthrow the table right because the table is the one that's been doing all this stuff to them and to all these other assassins and screwing over winston and the bowery and all that right and so John's like, John, that's how third, the third one ends. John, are you pissed off? And he goes, yeah. Right. And that's, that's how the movie ends. So you're thinking, oh, John's going to overthrow the table. And so John starts out to kind of do that, but then he mostly just ends up dealing with one member of the table. And then by, you know, like, so we it kind of like the, the bigger quest is like, eh, just one guy, not, not the whole table. We won't mess with that. Um, so that was kind of, that was that, getting more being more specific that was kind of where i thought the movie was going to go is john's gonna be on like we're gonna knock off like seven people or 12 people uh that are like the high-ranking officials and john's gonna overthrow the table and then his quest will be done but that's not really the case here no i like that idea though right i kind of wish it were that but oh man you're gonna you're gonna talk you're gonna talk my rating down later i think i'm afraid (laughs) it's very possible because you know you might Okay. Because uh, I want to hear about some more good stuff though. Okay. Because okay. I do think we all still liked it a lot. <laughs> oh, we did. I did. Um, I did. It's a matter of expectation, I guess, is the problem. I another another scene a fight sequence that I really liked that I felt like I hadn't seen done quite like that ever before was where John uh I think basically becomes a transformer and is in that car using it as a weapon. And hitting people and he's like doing donuts and shooting out the window. Like he's Mm. one with the car. He's slinging people. Yeah. That scene was sick. It was uh, like Frogger. Anything in John Wick's hand is a weapon. Um, And yeah, so it was, actually we had a, you had a bigger Frogger sequence later when uh, just past that scene where they get out of the cars and they're just in high speed traffic in France and they're just dodging cars left and right. People are getting slammed left and right. Um, so yeah, it was the, the, the fight choreography and the editing of the fight choreography is still top notch. 
they don't overcut. You know, that's a big issue with a lot of fighting in movies is too much cutting. And, you know, you can't enjoy the fight because it's like, you know, someone goes for an elbow and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, left and right. You know. But here they like they they set up the camera and then they let you see the whole scene. They let you see every punch, you know, and yeah. um, and that's really cool. I, yeah, we're gonna I, get into uh, fight choreography spoilers, FYI. So do like, it. I feel okay. like we're gonna start breaking down scenes. David, you it's mentioned time. it. You know, it, there's so much cutting because in those movies the action's not real and it's pieced together. And if yeah. you've no basic film editing, it's cutting on action and it's yeah. you know wide, medium, close, and it's do all this and it looks like it's doing this, but really someone's just going, okay, put your hand right here. Yeah. But this, and you know, you can go back to the Daredevil. The, that opening scene or like the episode two for three mm. fight choreography scene it comes mm. down to timing when they when they're these long extended scenes and that's why that's why i, I mean I, I critique the length of the movie because as movie fans we want a little more story right but mm. as an action movie fan these long extended action scenes are really appreciated because you can see that it's real and that it's timed and that mm. these are like the expert professionals of their profession and they are really good and so this movie gives those people a chance to shine in so many different ways um and and they do a really good job of incorporating different styles again you had uh nunchuck john wick you had uh western john wick to open things up you've had frogger john wick you had car crash appreciation week uh with uh, (laughs) so many just different car crashes happening left and right and so and then and and everything was so perfectly done spoiler alert incendiary shotgun john wick a john wick we did that no one no one wants to come up against it was it was it was uh they're they're so creative that's the thing tier two is that they're so creative. Like they are, you know, they, they dedicate to trying to put together, trying to top each fight with something more uh, ridiculous or more incredible feet, you know, these awesome feats. Right. And even when it's just hand to hand combat, it's impressive. You know, um, they're, they're throwing out stuff that you've never seen people do in a fight before sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, and, and so like, yeah, it's incredible. I think a lot of that is, is to the credit of, uh, the director, Chad Stahelski, mm-hmm. who uh, has directed all of the John Wick movies and started his career as a stuntman. So mm-hmm. he's a, you know, an expert stuntman who is now making movies with some of the more incredible fight choreography that you'll see uh, come out of Hollywood today, I feel like. Yeah, and, and this is, you know, um, yeah, this is his fourth film uh, with, uh, you know, the fourth film on the, the John Wick Um even his co-director's gone on to do some really fun stuff. So the co-director for that for that first movie's gone on to do fun stuff and has created this sort of subgenre that, you know, previously existed of action movies, but this sort of this style, this John Wick style of just like brutal and uh, you know, uh, really hard-hitting, long takes, long, you know, long uh, uh uh you know, creative cutting and stuff like that when you're using it. Um, you know, you saw it with Bullet Train and Atomic Blonde and uh, what was the other one that we were, uh, it wasn't Nobody, it was a different film. But anyhow, um, it's created this new little subgenre of of fun movies that focus on things that have kind of, that were kind of forgotten, especially, you know, as much as I love superhero movies, they don't necessarily do, you know, fight choreography that incredibly. Um, they do overcut. And that's just the limitation of the director's not having that eye, but you know, uh, Stahelski, he's got it, you know, and I'm really fascinated to see what he does next. Like if he's done John Wick, the, the universe of John Wick may go on with different things, but I'm curious what he will do after John Wick. You know, does he create a new character? Honestly, does he try a wrong guy? I think what would be really cool is uh, to take on each genre that is and could be some kind of action uh, flick. You know, I'm, I'm really intrigued as to what you could do with a Western movie that really explores those style of stunts versus uh, a samurai movie where those style of stunts and let those people who are really good um, at those stunt work shine in an individual genre movie, right? This is kind of a John Wick is an everything 
professional. He can do it all, Mm -hmm. Um, but really hone in on just a specific genre. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a continued character. It can just be a Western. It can just be a violent, bloody, whatever. I think that would be something for him to explore and really showcase uh, the spy, spy movie, like those kinds of stunt work and really test those limits individually. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with the with the universe going forward. Um, we're about we're we're a little over half an hour into the show, so I feel like are we? Good, yeah, I feel like this is a good point to uh, give the ultimate spoiler warning, and because I'm going to ask the question that we're all left with at the end of the movie. So, spoiler warning: if you haven't seen John Wick Chapter Four, I'm going to ruin it for you. Uh, is he dead? He's dead, definitely, right? Definitely seems, seems to be. It seems like they really wanted, like, hey, nah, he like we buried him. <laughs> but I, is well, he? Yeah. I know that. Well, that's, you never know with these types of things. You never know. Because that's the definitely, obvious future, right? Is that there's just more John Wick? But if they right. really killed him, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, I don't know where we're going. Specifically with that character, obviously they've announced a spinoff. They've announced a prequel of uh, of sorts with the Continental TV show on Peacock. But um, is this really it? Because like, it seems like a lot of money left on the table because these movies keep doing well. John Wick is arguably one of the best original characters of the last twenty years. No doubt, I yeah, um, agreed. I would, you know, I put him up there with. Um, I had two. I would put him up there with Benoit Blanc and Jack Sparrow as like the best new original characters in pop culture over the last 20 years. Um, so it's it's interesting to think that like they may take a break. They may be done. They may just be done altogether. You know, if 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 this ending holds, which I don't know how, you know, I don't know. Would it would it would it be totally John? Would it be totally cool if it was like he just says, oh, yeah, I faked my death or whatever. Uh, I don't know because it feels like it feels like a really nice ending, but it just feels like it came one movie too soon. Yeah. Okay. You know, cause like what, the way he, the way he died, I'm like totally cool with, but it just feels like really they can do it now. I feel like we had one more movie in us. I felt like I'm not entirely satisfied as much. I'm not as satisfied as I could be. Yeah. I, I will, I will jump onto that and say that I did not expect for this movie to serve as a finale. For John or for anyone, but so mm-hmm. that surprised me when they killed him and then really seemed to like confirm it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was the same, I was like, fourth movie, it didn't even occur to me that this could be his last, yes, because I thought, oh, there's at least there's at least a couple more, yeah. So I agree with you that that felt a little soon to kill him, there's at least unless they didn't. One. I know, and there's we don't know yet. <laughs> it always it always could just be like. We need to make the call. And John's been pretending to be dead for several years. I mean, because it doesn't feel like that fits with John's character at this point. We know that we know about the show and the Anna Diarmas spinoff we already talked about, but like there's a post credit scene in this. You don't, yeah, there is. Yeah, I'm sorry. You don't put put post credit scenes like that in. Yeah. If there's not something to come. be real. I didn't stay for the post credit scene. Oh, okay. So well, you can spoil scene. it for me. You can spoil it for me. I, I feel like we're there. Uh, so uh, yeah. the post credit scene and to give a little setup for it is uh, the wonderful Hiroyuki Sonata is in this movie. And uh, you guys may or may not recognize him from various movies he's done over time. He was uh, probably the one you guys remember the most recently was uh, he was in Avengers Endgame. You remember when Hawkeye is fighting in Japan and he has this uh, sort of semi-extended sword fight with a Yakuza. He's that guy, but he's also Japanese acting uh, legend, been in a ton of stuff. Um, I remembered something else he was in the other day and it, and I was like, oh. anyway, he's on Lost. That was it. Um, anyhow, um, he's great. And uh, he dies early in the movie at the hands of Kane, played by Donnie Yen, who again was playing like a blind hitman. Um, who had a history with John Wick. He kills Hiroki and his daughter swears to John Wick. If you don't kill this, if you don't kill Kane, I will. And so the post-credit scene is Kane about to be reunited with his daughter. Um, and, um, Sonata's daughter comes up and is going to, you know, she pulls out a knife implying that she's about to go after Kane. Uh, but it cuts there, cuts to black. So we don't know. 
My yeah, money's on Kane, though, based on the whole rest of the film. Does the John Wick theme of, of vengeance get passed on to her for future movies? I don't know. I know. I don't know. It will be interesting to see because I feel like, you know, Keanu's put everything on the line. Like, literally. He is he has vaulted himself in the Tom Cruise category of action heroes with with these franchises and what he like. I mean, if you told me that that man got hit by a car for real, I would believe you. I would believe that he took a car shot or two <laughs> and oh, yeah. just to just to get it right. Uh, you know, and, and so I, I think he's earned the right to not have to carry this franchise and hope that they can just continue. But I think that he'll still show up because I think that a, nobody's ever dead and B I think that if the franchise starts to fall without Keanu, it's easy to pull him back in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. I agree and they have that. the, I don't remember what they're doing with the expanded world, but they've got their HBO max shows and things like that. So it will also depend on how successful those are. Yeah. And, you know, John, I mean, he is Keanu said that he'll come he'll he'll come back. He'll basically come back every time they ask him, as long as they're still doing well, he'll come back. Um, So if they want to take a break for a while, I guess I get that. It just doesn't I don't know. It feels weird because it doesn't feel like it would fit within the John Wick's character to fake his death. It doesn't really seem like him. But then again, who knows? Can we talk about. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to add on. Uh, can we talk about, I want to talk about the, uh, the bad guy. I want to talk about, um, Bill, Bill, uh, Bill Skarsgård, not Stellan, uh, who I thought was, was, was pretty good, but I think like, I don't know, like I'm already, I, are you, uh, over, are you what, burnt what, out on, on, on Billy already? No, no. Is that he's, what you going to say? It wasn't really his fault. I, I just feel like, I feel like we are four John Wick movies in and I kind of feel like the bad guy, bad guy, like the, the, I feel like none of them are as memorable as I want them to be. It kills them pretty quick. One of the most memorable bad guys is still common in John Wick two for me. I loved common. And I really, uh, you know, in my opinion, we have no confirmation that common is really dead because John Wick did not watch him die. So in my heart, common is still alive out there somewhere kicking ass. Um, uh, as he does on the mic. And so, uh, I want to, I want to, I want that, re- I want that rematch, but, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I, at the end of the day, I was just kind of like, it was when he was done, I was kind of like, well, yeah, he was there, but I don't feel like there was anything that devious about him as a bad guy that I was like, Oh yeah. I want to see John Wick get this guy. Well, I don't know. That's kind of the thing with the, with the concept though. Right. It's like, why are you really trying to kill John Wick? Why is why, it's all just very their weird w- rules of their assassin world? Right. So it was kind of hard yeah. to sell the motivation anyway. But I did feel like Bill Skarsgård was uh, dislikable enough in the role to like fit fit the character of someone that I want to die by the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I thought he was like really punchable all the time uh, and just like. We stylishly evil. <laughs> See, other end of that. Well, what do you think, Garrett? If you have, if you have a thought on that, you know, I agree that most of the villains are pretty f- forgettable, which is, I think, is a shame because I don't take any of them seriously. I just think that this move, these movies, are a vessel for John Wick to murder, and I don't have a problem with that. But at some point in time, they become like stormtroopers. Well, even the and big, so, even yeah, even the central bad, you don't like, yes, you know. Yeah, even the central bad, you know, he's gonna get into. He's not gonna really serve a threat, um, mm-hmm. and then you keep teasing the table, and they then the table has all these like waiters and hostesses and things <laughs> that are just kind of extensions of restaurants yeah. well, the- uh, to intimidate you, but you never really get to the top of the table. Right. And like, you got to give me just a little bit more again, and just to advance the story. This is just from the storytelling in the, in, in the previous movie in John, in chapter three, it was the adjudicator, right? This uh, woman who comes and she's like, you know, the representative of the table, basically making, putting everybody in these positions here. She's replaced by Clancy Brown as the harbinger. And he was pretty intimidating. I was honestly like, Oh man, this, you know, Clancy Brown, uh, sort of 
you know, being very uh, commanding of every scene he's in, I was like, I was like, okay, I kind of like this guy, but uh, he wasn't the big bad. It was Bill Skarsgård. But anyhow, um, I also want to talk about a minor big bad. And that was uh, the character Killen Harkin played by Scott Atkins, who is this German guy with gold teeth. That was a very silly bad guy, but honestly really memorable because he had gold teeth. He was huge. And he hit John Wick with a black mask that almost broke his spine. Uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. He did this spinning. Oh, I froze, didn't I? No, oh, you he guys. Didn't. Look, sorry, you guys look like you were frozen to me, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did this uh, spinning heel kick, but not John down to, and then he just got his head pummeled in. But he kept getting up, and I love a mini boss battle where the character like John has to come up against some actual adversity against a, a character. So that's why like Common uh, really stood out to me, and zero to an extent in in, in uh, john wick three the sort of like mini henchmen that like the the john has to really 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 try against um so i don't know i really enjoyed that i, I enjoyed those characters the more absurd characters are the fun ones yeah i agree um let's uh let's move on to the box office i guess oh okay I mean, do you, does anyone else have any? Can I have anything to else? add? This no, because been... we talked about everything else. I think. Yeah, we've talked about all the big ones, all the big spoilers. Anyway. Yeah. How was about... how was your audience experience? Because one of these movies, oh, of the things mine was great. Yeah. Fun is that you know these movies are so shocking sometimes, and some of the things that you see, and some of the ways they open it. So sometimes you can really get a great audience mm-hmm. experience, and it just enhances. I remember going to see Parabellum and I don't remember which moment it was. It was, I think a moment when he fell, somebody fell a long way down and somebody in the audience was like, Oh shit. And like, it was, you know, you just hear stuff like that and people clapping and like screaming. It is, uh, normally entertaining. What was your guys' like? What about you, Josh? Uh, I had a great theater experience and I think maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, cheer moments a lot of applause breaks um people Laughs. really loved it it just reminded me of one of my favorite parts i forgot about the audience loved it when the dog peed on that guy's head oh yeah big loved laughs. it cheered big laughs. hooted and hollered yeah loved big it. laughs that was that was uh, big then, in my theater too and then at the end when john pulls out you know that is one last trick and shoots bill right in the head Cheers. Love Cheers. it. Applause. Cheers. A little bit of laughs for um when uh Shamir Anderson goes, that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> when he yeah. when he his little line, his little because like that's what the audience was thinking too. Um, so it was it was pretty good. Um, nothing will beat watching John Wick three Parabellum with Andrew Nichols, but no. um but I was uh somewhat separated, so I went to the uh Claremore B and B. Shout out to my local theater. And hey. I sat on the row that has uh, the handicapped seating. So it's two chairs, two big empty spaces, two chairs, two big empty spaces. Right. So it was me and a total stranger really kind of like uh, snuggled up together a little bit. Uh, we did not, we did not interact or talk, but it was, so it was kind of like, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't fully invest. Cause I felt like this person was right over my shoulder that I didn't know. And it wasn't like there were two people on either side of me. It was just me and this guy. You it was were like sharing we were, the pod. We were, yes, we were watching one movie together. Uh, yeah, that makes separately. It weird. I've done that we, before. Didn't like we it. We were, we were drinking alone together. Yeah. Um, and it was, so there were a lot of cheer moments. There was a kind of a lot of uh, trepidation I felt like from my audience because sometimes the the gruesome stuff, like when uh, Mister Nobody gets his hand stabbed and he has to pull it out the long way. Uh, oh the, yeah, the crowd was like, oh, and I myself was like, I was holding my hand, just going, Ugh. and um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's another one when when uh, we talked about him when 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 the German guy, when he fall, fell down, when he fell to his death on the stairs, oh, the audience yeah. just went, oh, audience just went, oh, oh, it just looked awful, yeah. you know? And I was just like, oh, my freaking back hurts just watching that. Um, so there was that, there was a big cheer line when, uh, you idiot, he didn't shoot. Big, you know, yeah, got him, right? Um, so, you know, it worked for some people, uh, you know me though. I don't really react that much in movies. I have very quiet stoic. That's true. Um, but internally I was feeling, uh, when John fell down, gotten 
the way down the stairs. Uh, um, there was like hesitation and then laughter because people were like, oh, mm, mm, that looks like it hurts. And then like, he kept going further and further and further down. And then they, people started laughing about John Wick tumbling down the stairs. So it was a pretty yeah. good overall audience experience. Mine was such a bummer because, uh, you know, I, they were interactive. They were, they were kind of like, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, you know, the normal, the normal stuff. Mm. But the, I, they talked. It was like it, it oh, rose yeah. to the point of you were having a normal conversation. And mm. I was like, I don't, I don't mind if you're interactive in a movie like this, but y'all are just like talking about what to have for dinner. Yeah, loudly. I was chatting loudly. Like they were really into the movie though. But they were just talking loudly, and it was just—it was such a, a bummer. That's a prime time audience for you, I tell you. This is why mm-hmm. I swore them off and went to matinees for most of my life. But yeah. uh, the 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 nighttime audience, the seven o'clock, eight o'clock crowd—they're they're they're, uh, they're trifling, you know. Maybe maybe uh, they get rowdy at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had one, I had one other thing I was going to mention about the theater. Now I can't remember what it was, but uh, yeah. Anyway, overall, oh, you know what? Nobody welcomed me to the daggum movie, and that was nice. I really Where enjoyed it. Where were you, Keanu? That Keanu wasn't like, hey, thanks for coming back to the theater. By the way, I feel like Keanu's gotten worse in these movies in terms of his dialogue delivery. There's one point specifically in the movie where he goes. I critique Keanu Reeves. Keanu, he, he <laughs> I, don't know if it was, I don't know if it's a choice. It's John Wick developing brain damage as a character, because at one point he goes, I'm going to need a gun. He like, probably like, is actually. He, look at like, how many head hit, I know. how many hits that he takes. I know that's what, if it's if it's Not a choice, normal. it's a brilliant choice by Keanu because like his character says more or less less and less of actual substance and says some things really weird lately. Like he'll just go, yeah, or he'll just go, all right. Or Listen, just go, at this point in time, gun. Like he like it was a weird way he <laughs> stuttered into gun for me that really put me off. We talked about what we do next. At this point in time, take it to the extreme. And Space. don't make it a silent movie, but just don't give me any dialogue and make it one big, giant, long Peter Griffin versus the chicken fight scene. Just from for three hours, just make it the most intense one, one scene action movie fight of these one two idiots. Of, of, of John Wick just getting beat down by everyone on a train plane yeah. bus automobile everywhere but totally silent no words just fights that's you know you know and like it it spans the globe you know they, they go in outer space uh yes, you know please. uh black and white why not yes i think they'd actually make a lot of money if they re-released one of these john wick movies in black and white but it would i in my opinion do a disservice to the one of the to those movies because the color of these films is so striking um that uh, we don't talk about that enough but the lighting and and color of the movies is like it's like neon and 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 it's you know uh red dark you know dark reds and stuff like that and it's it's really striking at times um but you know it's easy to it's it's easy to like just absorb that and not appreciate it as it's happening. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're very uh, stylistically con- uh, consistent, and I like that I can just tell that it's a John Wick movie when it's on. Like I feel like at any point I could just tell, uh, oh, this is probably John Wick. Um, so I like that. There we go. Well, that's uh, it. So. So are there any hopes you would have if there were a John Wick sequel uh, beyond beyond the ideas we already said? Is there anything you'd hope for? I don't know. I guess I hope that he's still alive somehow. I want to uh, learn more about the table itself. I want to know who's on the table. I want to know how that, you know, I want more. Give me more of that. And also, yeah. obviously fighting, but give me more about what the table actually is. That's what I want. And I want Common back. Well, hopefully we learn more about the table and stuff like that through the the Continental series and potentially some other films that are coming up. Yeah, I think the Continental is supposed to serve as a prequel of sorts. So, yeah, we're we gonna go back Lance to the seventies. We did not talk about Lance Reddick. No, we didn't. Because and I and I was wondering if we whether how much we should say because it was kind of it was one of we those. Could just say that it is is you know a surprise death in real life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you heard uh, the people that worked for him or worked with him on this movie. They praised him. 
Yeah. Uh, he, I, I, he, he was always a character actor to me, uh, but he was always so creepy and so good. Uh, he was so memorable at whatever kind of character he was portraying. And yeah. this and his character in these John Wick movie franchises, honestly, really memorable. And I was really, uh, you know, excited to see how they could develop that character um, were it not for his surprising and unfortunate death. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of hard to watch him in this movie uh, specifically, you know, because of the, the real world events. Um, but he is, he was an incredible actor. I've seen him in quite a few things, but uh, he's got just such a impressive vocal quality, I think, because I've seen him not in just live action, but also voiceover. Uh, he did a lot of voiceover work and it was, he just has a great voice and he, he brought voice. that to this role, this sort of deep, I don't know even how to describe it, deep, but like very warm character uh, who lives in this very absurd, uh, you know, uh, a scary universe of hitmen and assassins and bounty hunters and killer ballerinas and stuff. He brought a sense of calm and like dignified respect. Mm-hmm. Everybody seemed to just respect him. Mm-hmm. And that was good. I liked that. Great. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. All right. All right. We'll get on to the box office results, which uh, we've talked about this. You know, go back and listen to our old John Wick shows. They're yes. really good. Um, we've talked about how the John Wick movies get make more every time. Um, so John Wick chapter four opened the weekend of March 24th of 2023, bringing in $73.8 million in its three day weekend, which was good enough to get, but it landed in the number one spot just ahead of Creed three, which brought in 10.4 in its fourth weekend. Shazam Fury of the Gods is number three in its second weekend with 9.3 million. Scream six is a number four with 8.3 in week number three and a number five bringing in 3.2 million is 65 in its third week. So dripping down there quite a bit. Um, you know, for the year of uh, 2023, it's John Wick's already going to start off to a pretty good spot. I think um, the number one movie of the year still is um, Ant-Man of the Wasp, followed by Creed 3, Megan, and Scream 6. But John Wick, just after its opening weekend, is already in the number five spot. So I think it continues to climb. I think it has a chance to, at the very least, catch up to Creed and, and Ant-Man up there towards that 200 million domestic. Um, and uh, maybe will be the highest grossing movie by the end of the year, but it's still going to do well. Um, so 73 million opening weekend for a little bit of you know history. Uh, John Wick 1 made 14 million in its opening weekend. John Wick 2 made 30. And then John Wick 3 made 56. So it's just going up and up. So it is kind of curious that if they choose to end it here, you know, there feels like John Wick five could have been huge. Maybe it will be in seven years or something, whenever they decide to bring it back, who knows? Or maybe they do prequels. I don't know. Anywho. Um, I think they go the zombie route. I think zombie wick. It sounds good to me. Um, that's really all I got. I don't got anything else. So that's your that's oh, your you know. weekend, your year. Uh, we'll see how it does at the end of the year. We'll, when we do our, our final year recap, we'll see if it makes the top 10. Yeah, I suspect it'll continue to be a big hit. Uh, and I hope it is. I think it I think it deserves to be. Um, it's still a fun time at the movies. You know, if you're looking for a good excuse to go to the movies, this is a, a, a spectacle movie is a good one to do. Yes. And this great. is a spectacle movie. This is a great family movie. Yeah. Uh, great family. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about not, that. But yeah, it was I, good. No, no. It's a great family movie. I could not tell you what other movie I could go see this with my grandparents, my parents, my cousins. I would get a whole car full of people be like, hey, y'all want to go see John Wick 4? And they'd be like, hell yeah, let's pile yeah. in the truck. You mean and they're every not- member of the family would be there. You mean they're not unloading for uh, for Jesus Revolution or 80 for Brady? Nope. No, nope, no, they are in the car for and John not Wick. Shazam Fear of the Gods, no matter how much Zachary Levi asks us to. Uh, I feel no. bad for him. I'm gonna see it on streaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll get to it on streaming. I don't I'll think get to it. I still haven't seen Black longer. Adam, you know, so I mean, I get around to those eventually. Um, uh, I mean, I love that first Shazam, I'll be honest. So I know, I, I still do. Too. Of course, I, just, I, I just do. Where you gotta rib the man a little bit, he's being goofy. <laughs> He want you know we all we have, you know every actor should be out promoting their movie anyhow uh um yeah John Wick very right. good. do not bring your girlfriend she will hate it 
probably. You know, it is it is a it is really violent and uh but, but great in that sense. So anyway, that's all I got. Well, let's go to the letterbox game. Okay, I got oh, some wait. letterbox reviews for you guys. They are spicy, they are hot. Okay. We got five stars. I can't wait to finally lose my virginity so I can say that this was better than sex. <laughs> we got another five stars. I've seen God tonight, and his name is John Wick. <laughs> five stars. Me five stars. and my best friend ending our 14-year-long recess war story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five stars. Find someone who loves you as much as John Wick. Loves dogs. That's true. The dogs have gotten their revenge for sure. Between oh, three yeah. and four. And five yeah. stars. John Wick's biggest enemy was those damn stairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were hard to walk up. Two hundred is something like two hundred sixty stairs, as she said. But who's going to climb those two hundred sixty-two stairs? And then he walks up to it and he looks at it, and he—I was, was just like, "Well, it's a lot of steps." And John's very he tired. He fell down those stairs for twenty minutes. It was a long, <laughs> it, it was, was a long fall. It reminded me of the hot chick. <laughs> y'all ever, y'all ever see the hot yeah. chick? Yeah, yeah. When he slips on that damn snowball and I'll goes, tell you what, I just kept thinking, there's no way he can't just stop can't himself. You're just falling, John. Yeah, he should. What? At least two of those were on purpose. You could, you could see yeah. it. You could see. I it. think those he wanted to fall. He wanted to fall. He was far. trying to get away. He saw that. We saw all those other guys that he was throwing downstairs, and he's like, "That looks like fun." Yeah. Well, no, he said there was a lot of stairs, damn stairs, and fight all these people again. You know, uh, the, the the subtitle for this movie, which it's weird that they did only one movie that had a subtitle, but the subtitle should have yeah. been Stairs because there were a lot of stair-based injuries in this movie. A lot of, there was like at least five different people got thrown downstairs hard. It is super weird that only one movie has a subtitle and the rest are all either just John Wick or Chapter, you know, whatever. Yeah, they, they, they stuck on Parabellum for three and then that, that went away from it. I want to go back to the letterbox review real quick because yeah. I think uh, last week in the 65 review, one of the letterbox reviews was essentially 90 minutes of or 90 minutes of Adam Driver just falling and grunting. Mm-hmm. It, this could be applied to that this movie as well. Yeah. However, one is done right and one is done wrong. One's too <laughs> that's, that's critical. Yeah. That's critical in your it's review. True. It's you know. If you go back and you listen to our first John Wick review, I compare it similarly to 65 by saying there's not a lot of twists and turns here. Here's point A, here's point B. And then John Wick just goes straight to it, basically. Now, he murders people all along the way in incredibly entertaining fashion. And that's how you do an A to B movie. You you know, if you're not going to have like a twist or like a sudden reveal or a crazy thing happen, you know, at your at your second act, Mark, you have to have something really entertaining between point A and point B. And that's what they did in John Wick 1. That's what they do here. Although I would say this one has more interesting story elements going on. Anyway, we've, yeah. So that's, let's do these guesses. Yeah. Do them. I, I can't, I know what letterbox review is. Uh Oh, Oh, you already know. Yeah. Um, you guys can guess if you don't know. I'm so, I'm so I'm thinking, I'm thinking so because I know it's all those cool. reviews I read out loud were five star reviews, but that feels like a trick. <laughs> Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sort uh, sort by lowest review and see what the people who are at the bottom. Well, are saying. I sort by most popular reviews so that I can see the ones people like the most, right? Uh, and just sometimes those are all positive, sometimes they're negative, sometimes it's a mix. I'm gonna say right now, John Wick Chapter Four is sitting at a four point Oh my god! Okay, terrified to say that, Ooh. but it's it's only four days old, so I feel like. Uh, it hasn't had time to drip down. I'm terrified to go higher. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna. If you pick four point oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three point nine and hope that it's lower. Because okay. I don't know. For context, boys, John Wick, the original with yep. LG, three point eight on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. John Wick Chapter 2, 3.7. That's interesting. Chapter 3, Parabellum, also a 3.7. Remarkably consistent. They are more remarkably consistent. So we are they're not just box office hits, they're critical hits. Yeah, there's they're banger after banger. Uh so on this one, we have a singular winner, no tiebreaker needed. 
No double points either. Uh, but it is a 4.2 coming in at John Wick. The green uh, it's, it's only reviews, but everybody is blown away by the stunt work. There we go. It is truly impressive stunt work. It is a it is five stars for stunt work. So creative, so in de- so so uh, so brutal. You know, just so um, great. Okay, well that adds another notch to uh, David's tally. Unfortunately, he continues to expand his lead. So, um, one, two, but where does that leave us? I dibs last. <laughs> so uh, it is me at six. Josh has four. Garrett has three, I think. Oh, and then Andrew has two. I had two. Okay. Well, technically, you won in the future. Oh. For that a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> exactly. Um. Anyway, Fair. what what are our ratings going to be for this movie? So, uh, similarly, my reviews previously were John Wick 1, 3.5, John Wick 2, 3.5. John Wick 3, Parabellum, was a 4.5. I'm going to knock this one down to a 4. Okay. Because it's still great, even despite my story complaints. Yeah, this one's tough because uh, Parabellum was a four-star movie for me. And that movie is miles better than this one, I think. As a, as a movie, stunt work though this one's crazy mm-hmm. um so i think i'm you know yesterday i was down on it with the three and a half and then josh you reminded me about nunchuck john wick and i gave it a half star bump so just for just for nunchuck john wick this is an equal four star movie for a radically different reason the stunt work is peak that makes me feel better in that case I will not alter my review. <laughs> I'm keeping it a 4.5. Perfect. Because that will make us damn near close to the letterbox score. I think that gives us what a three point four four point three or something. As a collective. Do the there you Do go. The math real quick. We got what, two fours? Two fours and a four point five. That's four point five. That is a four point one six. Well, which that's would basically be a four point two. There you go. Yeah. Nailed it. Okay, great. Uh, What an amazing conclusion to John Wick June in March. I hope that we get to return to John Wick again someday. Yeah. And I hope it's called John Wick. We'll see. I'm sure we'll return to for the ballerina maybe and some other things, but Mm -hmm. I want to see Keanu do this one more time at least. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll do a, maybe they'll do a a prequel (laughs) called Baba Yaga. Ah, the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. There you I'd go. like that. Okay. Well, that is uh, the end of the show for this week. You guys can find us online, as usual, at so many sequels.com, where you can get links to all of our social channels and uh, also all our past episodes. You can catch up on John Wick previous editions on there, as well as ton- the, uh, we've done hundreds of these. You guys know that? <laughs> oh, we've yeah. done. I got the exact number for you if you want. Sure, we've done hundreds of these, so there's a lot of there's a lot of back, uh, back episodes you can catch up on. That's true. You can find all that at so many sequels dot com. Uh, this is number two hundred and twenty one. How about that? How Damn. about that? Wow, two twenty one. So, uh, you you got two hundred twenty one episodes of greatness at so many sequels dot com. So go check us out there, and also don't forget about our Patreon. Uh, just search so many sequels there or go to patreon.com slash so many sequels. If you sign up to support us through Patreon, uh, you'll get access to our discord where we hang out and post movie news and talk about what we're watching. Uh, and we've got some other fun stuff that we throw into. So one of the things that I want to tease that the discord helped us out is our, our next series that we have coming up. That's true. We, we are doing movies. We're shifting into uh, things. Uh, we're going into April, and we're going to have game night month, essentially. Yeah, very uh, exciting. It's not a great title. It's a word. You know, it's close. To, you get the idea. We do. Right? We are. We'll we're focusing on movies that are inspired in some way, shape, or form by by games, games, board games, video, video games, games, strategic games. Uh, and yes, we had, we had 
we had difficulty coming up with a fourth one. And so we, we pitched uh, to our Discord people, our, our movie lover fans, mm-hmm. and they gave us a whole bunch to uh, decide from. And so they helped us fill out our final uh, month of game-inspired movies. And I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be fun. We've got a couple of new movies, some old movies in there. It's going to be, I don't want to say what they are, but they're yeah. you'll yeah. see some. ones I, that excited. you'll see in theaters, wink, wink. I'm excited them, too. It'll be great uh, to have it. It's always nice to have a theme with a mix of old and new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be fun. So be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcasting app or on YouTube uh, to make sure you don't miss those episodes because we'll be doing that all April long uh, game night month or ga- game night month title pending. We'll see. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, go check that out. So we'll be back next week. Uh, with, I guess, the I think the first episode of, of Game Night Month. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. Uh, but we'll be no, back uh, with new episodes next week. We'll see you then. <laughs>